What is up, ACL Nation? Welcome into episode 34 of Bagging and Bragging. K9 and Mish here. These uh, partner reveals are coming along again. We're actually going to record four of them. We're going to show you three of them today. We have, let's see who we got. The, we got Jimmy Humans. We got uh, we got Eric Sherney. Um, we got, uh, I already forgot the first one that we did. It was a long, long time ago, Mish. But yeah, we got so many. Who was it? Why am I am I tripping all of a sudden? It was Landon. I think Landon it's one of Landon Crabtree. Yeah, Landon Crabtree. Of course, because you always give him a hard time. Yeah, the one I give a hard time. We we did this like an hour and a half ago, Mish. But that kind of gives you an idea of how back to back everything is right now. The off season is in full force. We're four weeks away from open number one, and uh, we're just going to continue um, doing what we do here on the show: more partner reveals and more good times. So, how's it going, Mish? How are you? I'm really good. I uh, just got back from uh, Disney World the other day. Uh, so quick trip to Florida. Like we flew on Thursday. So it's all day travel day and then went to the parks Friday, Saturday and then flew home Sunday. So it's kind of a short trip. But honestly, I don't know how people do more than mm -hmm. two days of that. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's like back whenever I was like, man, I want to go to Vegas for a whole week. And like day three, I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> why did I do this? Huh, I'm going to stay in the hotel and watch TV all day today. Like, <laughs> you just get so burnt <laughs> out so quick. <laughs> for now sure. you understand why I travel out to your house and just take naps. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that like I would definitely have to have like just play by the pool days in between if I was going to go for more than two days. But then you feel like you're wasting it because you're like, oh, the park's right there and it can go ride a few rides. And it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. But, but yeah, fun show today. Three partner reveals. We got our bragging segment as usual. And then at the very end, we play our games. And this time I have it down right, Mish. Would you rather <laughs> top floor bagger, top four baggers, and then send it or board it? So got I'm going to try not to give you two would you rathers. <laughs> i'm always like you say it and i'm like that's a would you rather but that's okay and it's so funny too because it's written down on the paper how it should be worded and then whenever i start talking i always like or should i do this what am i doing <laughs> oh man but uh i think we had a good time um out in colorado i just got back from the bags bites and brews tournament and got back just in time i think i pulled in the driveway at like 6 15 just in time to go watch a kiddo play her volleyball tournament. They destroyed this team. And wow. it, it was kind of weird because, you know, every time you, you hit an ace, you do like a little chair in volleyball, you know. And, and they were hitting they were hitting them, but then there was this like every serve. We're like, okay, we're kind of rubbing in now at this point. So they were kind of just awkward silence. Like like the crowd didn't even have anything to cheer about. Again. Yeah, but they, they came off of a tournament this last weekend. That's kind of what I want to brag about as we head into the bragging segment. Um, so they host a tournament every year at their school, and they usually go like one and two or two and one if they're lucky and stuff like that. Um, in this tournament, though, they had two of the top teams in this area come in play, like, like really, really good trophies every year, stuff like that. And they actually were able to win the first game, which they should have won. And then they pulled off the upset in overtime, or basically the th third set, against these two top teams. And my daughter's team took down the entire tournament, which was wow. really, really cool. So going from always having a losing record to tournament champions. And then not only that, but my daughter, as I don't know if you saw, I shared on today on Facebook, she actually won an award for all team for the tournament. So Ooh. that was a really, really cool, proud moment there for me. Um, to see her do that. That's my piece whenever I get to watch her play sports me. So I'm yeah, proud I, of her. 
I totally get it. Like I love watching Rome just at jujitsu practice. He's done one tournament and um, he does another one, but unfortunately it's the weekend of um, when we're, we're going to be in Rock Hill, mm-hmm. but I love watching him shine. Like it's just amazing. And that's kind of what I wanted to brag about was, you know, he's eight years old and Disney world is a lot of walking and we crammed in a lot in a very short period of time. I and mean, we had to wake up at, you know, three o'clock in the morning on Thursday to get to our 6 a.m. flight. He wakes up, no problem, gets, gets you know, no complaints on the very long plane rides to all the way from California to Florida. Happy. We get there. We go to like the um, like downtown Disney. You like walk around their shops and things. He does it. No problem. Goes to bed. I wake him up the next morning early to get to the park. No complaints. You know, he he's riding all the rides, fast roller coasters, totally into it no meltdowns even like he always asked for things because kids always ask for things mm-hmm. right like have this and no and he'd just walk away like no big deal you know day two now we're on like the third day of like very little sleep and a ton of walking and <laughs> no complaints does the whole really? day awesome. and then and then the last day sunday we had to wake up at like uh 4 30 or 5 a.m i forget to catch our plane back home once again no complaints gets on the plane all the way home just just i mean nice he was incredible and um and he got so into roller coasters that on the plane ride home he got on minecraft and started designing these elaborate roller coasters <laughs> and that's just like awesome. awesome yeah so i'm just really proud of of him i think he's such a good kid and i think we just got really lucky with him yeah they got a game it used to be really fun you, like you could design your own amusement I park and I stuff like that. that i'm like there's like a game specifically yeah. for roller coasters i know there is yeah, he was. I think it's Roller Coaster Tycoon. I think is what's mm-hmm. going. On. But yeah, I think yeah. He would, I think he would enjoy that. That's cool. So how was? I haven't watched the Monday show or the Tuesday show, but how was how was Trey with all this? Was he overwhelming yeah, well, or he was he? Totally. No, he was like well, like I said, Rum was like really easy. Um, you know, he he does. He was really into Trey. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be like Trey, is this one going to be fast? Or are we going on this one? What's next? Like he was like Trey was his tour guide, and he yeah. wasn't afraid to ask his tour guide for directions. Awesome. <laughs> so, That's good. But yeah, he did he did good, and and you know, Rum's pretty like I don't think he's very overwhelming. He's pretty quiet and yeah. kind of does his thing, and so I think it worked. That's cool. Yeah, the uh, tournament this weekend that was a lot of fun. So Bags, Bites, and Brews tournament. I believe this was their fifth ever tournament, and it's uh, it's growing in popularity. It's like the whole point of why I do these cash tournaments. Um, so we, we went out there. Um, I got to say the 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 generosity and then the people just you know, always going out of their way to make sure that the cause is first and then the Cornell tournament second and just making sure, yeah. every, you know, I, I had to turn down again, drinks as usual. People are like, Hey, you need anything? You need anything? Let me know. You let me know. Uh, Gavin Hammond's mom was amazing going around, making sure that, um, you know, I had, you know, water or whatever I needed, or if there's anything that came up, uh, on the spot, Chris cook from the Jersey guy, he was doing a great job of getting me these logos. Um, but definitely appreciate Sean and Don for having me out there for the live feeds. I had a huge issue, Mish, with these cameras. So took off, got about seven hours in on the drive. It was a 13 hour drive total to get there. And about seven hours in the drive, I stopped at a hotel. For some reason, housekeeping decides to knock on my door at eight 30 in the morning. And I pulled in the parking lot at three 30. So yeah, five hours of sleep. They were like housekeeping. I'm like, what time's checkout? They're like 11. I was like, come back at 11. <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> yeah so i got about another hour of sleep i went out to my car i'm like make sure nobody stole nothing you know because it was in the middle of nowhere and i'm like oh where are my cameras i didn't bring my cameras 
for this live feed yeah, that I'm doing. Yeah. So I hop on the horn, and, I, and thank God Corn was able to pull some stuff together and ordered some cameras so they would have been overnighted and then been there at 1030 in the morning. No. FedEx dropped the ball. As a matter of fact, I think they just arrived like three hours ago, or, or actually, sorry, today's Tuesday. They arrived like 11 o'clock Monday morning. So, yeah. Way off. Yeah. So we had to have them return. Well, the thing is, like, the FedEx facility, you can't pick them up. I'm like, where's this FedEx truck? I'll go there. I'll pick them up. You know what I mean? I'll meet you in the parking so, lot. <laughs> I know this is a weeby bragging segment, so I'm not trying to go too negative with it, but I was frustrated. But for the most part, everybody was very appreciative of having me there. They all came up to me. Hey, thank you for doing this. It was really cool. I got a great, great vibe out of it. And I'm going to go back next year. And of course, I'm going to put an amazing show on next year. Eight cameras. We're going to go overboard with it. You need um, like a checklist before you walk out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had them. They're sitting on the steps right there by the door. That, that was one of these situations where I prepared too early a day in advance mm. as opposed to just like what I normally do. Do I need this? I got it. Need this? Got it. So, right. yeah, they're, they're sitting right there on the steps by the door. I knew where I lost them. Um, but I do want to, I want to brag real quick on um, one little part that they did. It's like a celebrity program tournament and the starting bid was like a hundred bucks for everybody. We raffled off Don, the Jersey guy, myself, Yeti Irwan, Mike Selmeyer, Tina Tafoya. Um, I know I'm forgetting one more person. I apologize. Was Anthony out there? No, Anthony wasn't out there. Might, might be me who I'm forgetting. Either way, there's eight of us and it was just a single elimination tournament and you would basically bid on who you get to throw with. So um, I don't know exactly how much I went for, but somebody said somewhere around 400 bucks, something like that. So I don't know. But Ashley Bannister, I want to shout out (laughs) Ashley Bannister. She bid on me once and then somebody outbid her and then she bid on me again. We got thrown together. And I apologize, Ashley. She scored 20 points, Mish, and we lost. (laughs) I could not score one point on Yeti. I could not score one point. You just needed one point. (laughs) I felt so bad. But it was like, pretty cool. I need to get all 21. This is ridiculous. Yeah, but I, I do want to brag on the little part and uh, appreciate Ashley. But we raised over like 3000 bucks for this little single elimination tournament. So it was a lot of fun. But that is yeah, so a little, little shot to the ego. Well, here in my defense, they played rounders for singles to get your seating, right? And your PPR. Yeah. So they've been thrown all morning. And <laughs> I, I didn't pick up a bag until that part. So okay, fair enough. It's one point, though, Wally. She didn't ask for much. I, I don't, I, we moved on, Mish. <laughs> I don't think you can have an excuse. So bad. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, we are going to go ahead and launch into these partner reveals for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And then at the end, we'll come back and do our games. So um, we got our first partner reveal coming right up after this. Welcome back. And we have a partner reveal for you. Uh, it's going to be Landon Crabtree is going to uh, let us know who he's going to be playing with. So uh, let's go ahead and bring Landon on. What's, What's up? up? Landon, what up, dude? Not much. All right. So no more begging to be on my shows or complaining <laughs> when you're not on my shows. Here we go in the flesh. Landon Crabtree, ladies and gentlemen. So Landon, if you guys don't know, he was going through the college tour. Um, one of the well-known players. Got a couple broadcast appearances, I believe. Had a good run at it, fell just a little bit short, but always known for his reverse spin. So there's only been like two or three people that I know that has a reverse spin. So I figured it'd be kind of a cool way, Mish, here to do these partner introductions. We usually introduce the good player first. We're going to reverse that up a little bit, though, and we're going to introduce Landon first. 
Thanks, Wally. <laughs> wow. Love you, love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I figured. <laughs> expect nothing less from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lana. So let's go ahead and head back to How last you, year, man. You, you went in for the qualifier. You fell just a little bit short last year. You kind of had the long grind trying to decide if you wanted to make another run at this pro thing or not. And then all the way to the end, you're on pins and needles about whether or not you'd have to go through the qualifier. Let's let's go ahead and take you through the emotions going back from last two worlds. So from two years ago, uh, so I went two and two in that final qualifier to miss it last year. And then obviously you get the off season and man, I didn't, I didn't even want to like go for it again this year, honestly, because it's such a grind that whole season. But regional started and I had a good run at the first couple. And I was like, ah, we might as well go for it. So through the whole season, just chasing the points. I think I was like the second to last one in on open standings this year. So literally didn't know till Saturday night if I was going to make it this year or not. Am I, am I frozen? Is it just me? <laughs> we're, waiting it you guys? We're, we're waiting on you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I can't. I don't know what's going on with my internet. I need to fix that. Sorry, guys. I was gonna say you. you a lot of people say they know you for the reverse of the, how you throw, but I remember your stories about your grandpa. Yeah. Um, like, wasn't it like he that he can't watch? Is can you just remind us what's going on there? Yeah. So he drove all the way out to South Carolina with me for the college tournament, and then sat in the hotel room while I played, and didn't even go to the venue because he was too nervous to watch. <laughs> That's I even, awesome. I don't even think he turned it on TV. I think he like waited for me to text him if I won or not. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So I'm not really stuck out with me. I think that that's so funny. But um, yeah, so we're excited that you made it, and we're excited to find out who you're gonna be playing with. So uh, why don't you tell us who you're gonna be partnering up with? All right. So for this season, I'll be throwing with uh, Justin Carpenter. Bring Justin on. What up? Hey, hey. All right. What up, Justin? Welcome on, brother. What's up? All right. Pretty strong season last year, man. Uh, was it uh, breakout player of the year you were nominated for, if I'm remembering correctly? Yeah. Yep. Awesome, man. So take us through your last season. How do you think things went? Uh, better than I expected. Uh, way better than my first year. It's a transition period my first year, um, but glad to, you know, break out, I guess, last year. And and trying to put Idaho on the map, and then uh, yep. here you are landing, landing, landing. I guess that's a fun way to say it without <laughs> even planning it there. Um, so I, I noticed on the screen here, you guys are both rocking the um, cat hats and apparel and stuff like that. Are you guys landed on there? Because you guys have both been pretty cat loyal as long as I can remember. Yep, yep. We're both in zero corner scenario. Nice. It made it obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's we good. Both. That's usually one of the biggest questions that people ask is who, you know, who's going to be their sponsor, what bags are they throwing, stuff like that. So, um, you know, we just want to make sure that we get that out there, that way people know. Now, as far as bags in that line of work, I mean, I know there's a lot of lines in the cornhole scenario bags. What ones do you guys land on or do you have a certain preference, fast, slow? What do you guys want to go with? Go ahead, Landon. Uh, so I throw most of the Sabs or Cat 3s and singles. It's a faster, like a 6.9, 7.9 speed bag, but – for doubles, we either we might go like a sabotage, which is a six nine, or maybe the servo X, which is kind of similar to that Viper R style of bag. So a couple oh, yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, for me it's weird. At home, the boards are always fast, and then so I'm throwing like a slower bag at home. Then I go to the nationals, boards are always sticky, so I end up throwing like a Cat three. So it's it's completely different for me where wherever I am. But 
Um, I think I've heard that Landon can throw any bag, and that's what I'm kind of used to as well as switching it up. So <laughs> he knows the best. Say something <laughs> smart, Alec. He can throw him. He can throw anything. All right, it's a matter of where yeah. it's going to land. That's the question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wally's spicy today. I, I, yeah, Landon and I do this yeah. all the time. Like Snapchat, we go back and forth with each other. He'll send me a message like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm in a hotel room just messing with me. So. Well, I both ways. Mm. Uh, so what made you guys uh, choose this partnership? Uh, Justin, why don't we start with you? Well, what it really came down to is I was looking for someone with that reverse spin. And, you know, there's there wasn't many options. I'm just joking. It's uh, most important. Yeah, we we throw the same bags. We uh, we've both been throwing Cornell scenario for a couple of years, so that's kind of how it how it happened. Kind of an easy lob. Yeah, absolutely. Landon, was that what it was for you as well? Yeah, I mean, Justin sent me a message of all these dudes he beat, and I was like, uh, better play with that dude. It was pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> kind of waited for my conference, see what happened there, but once that ended, it was pretty clear to throw with Justin. Now, was this a uh, cat-driven partnership, or did you guys seek each other out? A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of recommendation. Yeah, yeah kind, kind of. of like we never idea. talked in person, so um, obviously Cornell Scenario helped out with that. But, uh, you know, this is Landon, this is Justin, kind of went from there. What about goals for this season? What are you guys shooting for? Uh, my personal goal is I want to finish top 30 in both doubles and singles. I think that'd be a good a good starting point for a rookie season. So that's my goals going into it. Yeah, uh, singles last year I was 57. So, yeah, top 30 would be cool. There you go. Landon, uh, you haven't uh, experienced the team's aspect of anything yet. Do you have a certain team that you're wanting to get drafted on? Or are you wanting to stay with Justin or you want to stay local to Missouri or what? Uh, either the Maze or Justin, either way, but whoever drafts me, obviously, is going to play the best you can for that team. Yeah, and how many yeah. tournaments are you guys planning on going to? Uh, we haven't really talked about that yet. I know he has a kid coming for the first Open, so we won't be playing that one together, but it'll probably be an Open for our first tournament together. Yeah, what's your guys' philosophy on, you know, trying to play with your dedicated partner as much as possible versus kind of speaking it up for Opens and stuff? Um, I mean, I think it's important to get chemistry going, and especially since we live so far away from each other, we'll probably try to play a lot of opens and, uh, yeah, a lot of, especially get at least two opens in for the national would be ideal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that. I always find it odd that, uh, dedicated partners don't do that because I think chemistry is important, but, um, yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations guys. Good luck this season. And thanks for uh, hopping on with us. Pretty good. Yeah, thanks thank for having us. Good luck boys. Thank you. All right, we've got another partner reveal here for you. Uh, I think we have a theme going with some of the bad companies, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, well, maybe it's just a big team. Maybe that's what it is. But um, I don't think this one's any secret of who they're going to be playing for. Um, but you might not know who they're playing, uh, who's playing together. So let's bring on Eric Sherney. Welcome, Eric. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, no, thanks from, for coming. from the uh, Ultra HQ over there. Absolutely. San Diego, California. Let's go. <laughs> kind of looks like you're in charge of shipping stuff out. Is that true? Or what do you do? What do you do out there actually at the Ultra HQ? So I am the director of apparel. And okay. uh, 
basically the stuff that Mark doesn't do, I kind of work on. <laughs> so uh, you name, you know, all the shirts, the hats, all that good stuff. But Mark and I, we work closely together on that stuff. Nice. Okay, so that explains why they're decked out and ready to ready to rock the logo ahead of time. Each. Yeah. Ish and I don't coordinate, although she is rocking the fleagable shirt, looking pretty good. <laughs> canine on. <laughs> I, I, I would totally rock that jersey you're rocking, Wally, because that's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to show up to Braden. You know, we had a good time off season. So, Erica, let's kind of recap your season, man. How, how do you think last season went? You had big plans, fell a little bit short, but I mean, I think this is an exciting season coming up for you. But let's go ahead and recap last year first. Yeah, last year went really well. Uh, for me personally, it was one of my better seasons as a pro. Um, I finished 122nd in singles, which, uh, it's, you know, that's no joke. You know, it doesn't sound great, but, uh, you know, given that the field continues to get better every year, finishing there um, is just, uh, you know, it was just a really good run for me. Uh, Ty and I came up a little short in doubles. We finished 57th, I think, or 56th. Um, you know, I had in to win and would have been a top 50 team, uh, but I went off the back. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, Mish. I'm not going to say what it's called. He's setting me up. We have we have a name for that bag that goes flying off the back, but I'm not going to say it because I wouldn't Uh-oh. I wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even do that anymore. Again. <laughs> That's awesome, though, man. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much what we all want to do. We all want to continue to get better at this game and improve. Um, I, I think that the partner that you got coming up is a well-known player in his region, but you being out there in California and then him being a little bit more central and out east. Like, what's the main goal that you guys have as far as teamwork, man? Like, or how did this teammate come to be, I guess, is what I'm getting at. So, uh, for me, this team, um, you know, I'm going to be playing with a younger player. Uh, without making the total announcement, um, I'm going to be playing with a younger player. So Mark, uh, who's working his magic behind the scenes as he's putting the team together and talking to various players, and he threw a couple names at me, and this name kind of popped. Um, I have played with uh, Moses uh, Zazueta a couple of years ago, so playing with a young player is not, you know, outside of what I've done, um, you know, as a father and other type of uh, person, though I tend to treat these more like an uncle or a buddy. Um, than, than actually trying to be a dad. Um, do enough of that at home. Um, you know, so I think that's where Mark kind of came at it. Um, you know, as I continue to improve, putting me with somebody who's coming in uh, hot, uh, seems like a good combination, um, you know, especially early in the season. Uh, my partner and I are going to be looking to try to find some opens that we can sync up in and, and start to play together um, to build some of that chemistry. Love it. Well, Let's not keep us waiting anymore. Tell us who it is. I'm going to be playing the 24 season with Evan Vanos. Welcome, Evan. Thank you. What up, bud? So, Congrats. Thank Congrats. you. Yeah, yeah. Getting a, getting a vet right off the bat. Not just a vet, but a vet who's well-connected, especially um, last year, part of the pro committee. Well, he's got the inside scoop on things that are going to be relevant and the things that you need to know. So congrats on Landon, Eric. Um, my, my only question that I really got for you guys is, were you – um, teaming up with him only because you know he was on Paw Patrol doing the voiceovers and that is that a show that you watched all the time? <laughs> we, we've not we've not asked Evan if he watched Paw Patrol yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was part of the interview process. I would have figured. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He's probably a little old to have watched Paw Patrol. 
<laughs> I mean, we, we Paw Patrol's coming into its tenth anniversary this year, which is pretty special for that. But uh, you know, Evan being eighteen uh, was was likely a little too old to have uh, been part of the Paw Patrol fan base. It was a newer. It's a newer show. Like I, I forget that. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> my my mm-hmm. uh, kid generation. My son. Yeah, they but, go through it pretty fast. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's outgrown it now. He's he's like, ugh, Paw Patrol. I'm like, oh god, you're so old, eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, congrats, Evan. Um, you went through the uh, gauntlet of the qualifier, man. Can I just take us through that experience for you? Um, yeah. Well, I started at uh, nine o'clock that morning. Went four and zero, oh, and then uh, actually went three and one in the second round, which put me in the gauntlet for the bracket. And then I had to win two games. And then actually beat a local guy from around here. Yeah, and, talk about that. That's got to be hard. It's kind of yeah. It was. We saw it lined up. We're like, dang, like, wish we'd have got a different draw, but happened. No, I would say that gauntlet has got to be some uh, fantastic preparation for, you know, the pro season. Going through that is no joke. Um, but we do have a few new things coming up this season. We have, you know, the rookie combine and, um, you know, stuff like that. So are you looking forward to some of those new things? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll be at the first open, so I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, so you'll be there at the combine, putting in the work and stuff like that. So I, I know about you, and then obviously Eric knows about you. There's a few people that might not know about you, though. So what are they? what kind of style do you – bring to the table and what can they expect to see from you this season? Um, I was looking to make some noise, you know, I mean, I throw a slower bag, so I'm more of a blocker. So kind of like dirtying it up a little bit, but I'm hopefully make some noise this year. So. So Viper R's, is that what we're throwing? That's what I threw last weekend, but I'm not last year. And then uh, I'm not sure. Uh, we haven't talked about bags yet. What were you throwing? I throw Viper R, so yeah. that's probably where we'll start. Um, you know, obviously we've got new stuff coming from Ultra. The Psycho R is an interesting bag. Um, so, you know, depending on how slow Evan wants to throw, we'll uh, we'll try to find something that works for us. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, the, the Viper R has got to be one of the most popular bags. It seems like a bag that will work for bring, – bring people together who might not throw the same exact bag. It seems to be a good meeting point in between – um, but if you both already throw it, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that was part of it when Mark uh, set us up. He goes, hey, he throws Viper R. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> that works. <laughs> that's half the battle. <laughs> well, he throws yep. them very well, too. I got firsthand experience seeing these uh, in flight. So, Evan, I, I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad that you made it in there. Thank you. Um, and I think you got a good mentor here in Eric as far as making things happen. So, you guys will be putting, putting your name on the map for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard a lot of I heard a lot of stories about Evan through the uh, through the team last year, and so I'm looking forward to shooting with the uh, the young gun. I love it. Well, we wish you all the luck this season, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank awesome, you. thank you guys. Okay. All right, thank you guys. Good luck. Thank you. All right, we've got another partner reveal here for you guys. This one is uh, very interesting. Jimmy Humans. I don't know. I saw some guesses out there. Jimmy put out a post and said, you know, guess my partner. And it did get a lot of traction there. So 
uh, lots of people curious about what's going on in the humans world. So we're going to bring them on and find out ourselves. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bag and Bragging Show, Jimmy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Two time. Yep, back to back. <laughs> back to back. All First right, two time guest on the show. Let's go. As our two time guest, um, like talk to us about what's been going on. Yeah, so um, the search this year, I'd say, was pretty hard to find a bag company and spot and player, just because of everybody's moving, right? So there's so many changes. Uh, there's so many bad companies that like only want to pick up top players or want to pick up certain players, which is very different this year. Yeah, like I kind of felt year, like last year there was more friend-friend partnerships, and this year it kind of seems more business-related. Yeah, yeah. Definitely last year there was more like loyalty, I, I would put it, but um, this year is more like just cutthroat. Money speaks, man. Money speaks. Yeah. I, I put it out there on Facebook. I got like $86, and nobody's taken me up on it yet for a sponsorship for this season. So. Ooh, I'd sponsor <laughs> you for $86. Yeah, I think I think beggars can't be choosers now, you know. But, yeah, so kind of talk about that a little bit in the offseason right now. I mean, your, your partner, Search, I, I consider you a top name in the sport, um, not just to mention what you bring on the courts, but off the courts, and then the mentorship as well, being part of the, uh, the pro committee. I mean, you kind of got some inside scoop. So, yeah. What, what do you think um, was so hard for you to find a partner? Or so why? for me, for me, I um, it was more of finding a bad company, right? Because usually, especially this year, the bad company had the partner that they wanted you to play with. So at first, a couple, I reached out to a couple of bad companies. Um, well, first I reached out to Reynolds, um, and they said that I could venture out and reach out to other bad companies because they weren't sure if they were going to take me back this year, et cetera, which is very nice of them to do. Um, so I was reaching out to other companies and I, they had a couple players. I got offered it, an offer to play with somebody and then they were like taken the next day. And then wow. I was like, all right, well, there's everyone else available on the team. And they were like, nope, everybody's already yeah, got a partner. So, so, so whenever you talk to these bad companies, they have a partner for you in mind or are they yeah, wanting to pick you up as a partnership? So the first question you get is, do you have a partner? And if you don't, then they'll want to pair you with somebody. Got it. Which I'm completely for. Like, I had nothing against that. Um, as long as, like, we vibe well. That's yeah. really what matters to me. So, like, uh, one company we went to, um, they gave me an offer. I, they told me who I was going to play with. I said, I'm interested. I countered the offer. They said, I'll send you a contract. I was like, cool. So now this is at like right before Spencer's. So then I'm after Spencer's, I went to Paris. So like I'm in Paris and I'm like, well, it's been like a week and a half. I haven't heard anything from this company. So I reached out to another player just to see who he's playing with. And he said the same player that I was supposed to play with. Oh no. Yeah. So I was like, well, when did this go down? Because I just <laughs> texted the original guy. I was like, Hey, I'm going a different route. Like I didn't hear anything. And he was like, Oh, well, that was like a week ago. But the, the original partner I was supposed to play with didn't even know. Gosh. Wow. So it's kind of like, hey, you can hang out with your buddy, like just hanging out, chilling. Hey, I got to stop by my girlfriend's house real quick. <laughs> and then you go to the house and you're like, wait, this is my girlfriend's house. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it was kind of weird, though, because um, the guy I just reached out to and he said he was playing with him, he was supposed to sign with a partner. 
But once he signed the contract, they said, all right, we're only keeping you. Wow. It's, it sucks to hear this because I honestly felt like the way that the contracts were rising and the way things were going last year, I felt like we we're heading in the right direction to kind of legitimizing the free agency market and the offseason stuff. But now it kind of feels like it's almost been taking out of players' hands a little bit. But Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're like a top 20 player, like dominant in singles and doubles, you're getting the deals you want, right? Yeah. You're getting like your Jamie Graham, what your Mark Richards, you're getting the money you should be getting. Yeah. But like if you're on the border or like you had a bad season in singles or something, like it's it's tough. Like reaching out to all these companies, I was it'd be like everybody's they would say they're interested, which is the weird part. They're interested, they're send me offers and stuff. And then they would just like ghost me for like three weeks. And I'm not the only one, like I'm talking to other pros and this is happening across the board, like and uh, you could just say no or like reply, but like, right. you're just getting ghosted for like weeks on hand. I don't know. It's I think it's that's bad business, but yeah, that's a bad you make a decision, so you need to know one way or the other. Right. I mean, that's it's cool. Like, if you don't want to sponsor me, like, just tell me that. Don't be like, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm down. Here's an offer, and then like never hear from you for another four weeks. Well, as crappy as all that sounds, man, I actually think this kind of worked out better for you in the long run of where you're at now. So uh, let's kind of transition it into how you think your last season went and who your partner will be this year. So kind of recap last season first. Okay, so my last season, I think I did pretty good in doubles. Um, I struggled in singles. I ran into, like, hot players at the wrong time. uh, They tend to throw, like, 11s against me. And then the next next games were sevens, so... There's a little bit of a mix of that and uh, just missing something. I would have, like, one bad round in singles. Um, it was figuring that out. But other than that, like, I think I had a pretty solid year. Highest finish in doubles. I finished seventh um, alongside Kyle. Great player. I have no complaints there. Um, oh, sorry, I'm getting attacked by my dog. <laughs> um, yeah, no complaints there. Um, now we're moving in. We're... I'm re-signing Reynolds. Okay. Yep. They hit me back up in Paris. They're like, hey, look, we want you back. Like, what's it got to take? And then they also, like, were iffy on my partner. So I had a couple options at this point. And I was like, hey, well, this, this, I don't know. I don't want to really say names. I was like, I'm, I'm going to play with this guy. <laughs> it's gonna, but he wants X amount of money. He's like, all right, well, we can't do that. Like, that's not. Yeah. Yeah, so it was more like of me just making sure that I get signed with a solid company, like where you have a relationship. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's important. Absolutely. So then when you propose this partner that you are going to go with, Reynolds said, that's cool, or Reynolds said, what do you think about this partner? So I, ha- I gave out a couple options, and then Reynolds was like, well, I really like this player. And I was like, well, we play really well together. Like, it would make sense. Like, I'm completely fine with that. And they're they're like, yeah, we could definitely do it. We'll reach out to him. And he happened to be in the room in Paris next to me. So I just handed the phone over. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> right, bring him on, on, Jimmy. And it's uh, Brady Foster. Yay. Let's go. What's up, Brady? Oh, not much. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. So the deal went down in... Paris. Yeah. Was it romantic? <laughs> Did Jimmy have some candles lit and you guys staring at the Eiffel Tower or anything? Or? <laughs> he will, Sean yeah. Carroll took our photos. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Uh, well, congrats to both of you um, and to you, Brady. And what was it like playing with Jimmy in Paris? It was really a lot of fun. Like, um, like when I play with him, I have a lot of confidence, and uh, he brings out like I don't know. Like I feel like I hit anything with him. It's weird. Like, um, yeah, and we have a really good like connection. I guess I don't know. Like we're friends on and off the court. I guess too. Yeah, man, that's going to be important. I think that uh, whenever you have faith in the person on the other end and they know your skill set, it's just going to make the game so much easier. Yeah. Especially if they make you feel like you're the best player you ever have been. <laughs> that's, that's a good spot to be. I mean, what about you on the other side, Jimmy? Yeah, no, it's it feels good to have somebody that I could rely on. So, like, he knows my game pretty well. So there was a situation in Paris he was, like, step out and, like, throw it as hard as you can basically and just hit this one shot and he'll bar soap him. And I was like, I don't think I will. I was like, but whatever, I'll try it. And I hit it and it was exactly what it said. So like having like confidence when you know what your partner can do and your partner tells you to do it and you actually hit the shot and it works, it like even builds confidence even more. So um, team chemistry is everything in doubles, especially at this level. Like the only difference between one and two is if you're comfortable with your partner. I agree. Yeah, Brady, you kind of came onto my radar. I believe it was Tiverton. You had a great run in Tiverton at the Open last year. And we were kind of even joking around, I believe, at that time. I think I had Jimmy on the mic at one point. We said Brady and Jimmy next year or somebody in the chat put it that way. And here it is in full force. But into your rookie season, how heavily are you going to lean on Jimmy or do you feel like you're kind of already involved in the ACL enough to just fit right in? Um, I think I'm, like, pretty involved already, but I think I'll definitely have to – like Jimmy will give me like advice throughout the season for sure. Like it'll definitely be important to have him. Yeah. I think the mentor role fits well for you, Jimmy. So I think this is going to be a good fit, but um, yeah, we wish you guys all the luck this season. Thanks so much for uh, hopping on with us. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right guys. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks. So many awesome partner reveals. Um, so I, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now it's time for our game. We're going to start off with our top floor bagger and our top four bagger of the week. My top four bagger, I'll start with the positive, is my pro summit. I don't know if you guys saw, but I put together a pro summit um, with four pros for four days. And they um, they come on and do a little talk. And then it's Q&A and it's all live or you can get the replays. Um, we got a ton of people involved in that. Um, Jay Rubin, Corey Gilbert, uh, Devin Harbaugh, and Joe Neistead. And it's going so well. Like, I'm, nice. it's exactly what I hoped it would be. So I'm so awesome. excited for the Pro Summit. Um, the pros are amazing. They um, offered to donate a, a bags to a raffle for people who are participating, which they didn't have to do. Um, and they're bringing the content. So I'm so excited about it. That's good. So you found the right pros and you found the right audience and everything's working yeah. exactly how you mentioned. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad because I know you were you were talking about it whenever I was out there and you're you're just you're wanting it to be, you know, actually for the people touching all these different areas. And you're kind of worried about the pros need to have a certain responsibility. Yes. But it, it sounds yes. like they're hitting yeah. that mark. Because this is paid. So like if it's free, mm -hmm. it's like whatever. Right. These people yeah. paid. These people paid for their time. And I wanted the pros to deliver at the level that people deserved and they're doing it. And it's awesome. That's awesome. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Cause I was uh, driving home and 
scrolling through Facebook and I saw your post and I was just like, oh man, I want to include myself in this, but I wasn't sure if it was live or what. So I can go back and watch it. Yeah. So if, if people can buy it and come live, um, but either way they get access to all the recordings. And so they can submit their questions ahead of time. And then I ask the questions for them so that they can listen to the answers on the recording. Good deal. So I guess I'll kind of piggyback off of that with mine because my top four bagger um, is these sponsored applications for the K9 unit sponsorships that I'm handing out. Um, might be MIA for a while as I go through all these applications is there's over 250 <laughs> submissions. Oh so I have to whittle it down. There's over 60 pros and almost 200 amateur players that submitted applications. So what I'm doing is I'm going to whittle it down to, I'm going to try to get to eight pros. <laughs> so, Wait, but you kind of went too early, right? Because you don't know if they're necessarily going to be elite players yet, right? Um, Kind of, yes. So for example, it really kind of sucks, but like two amateur players that I had on my radar, um, one was Zoe Gann and the other one was Desiree. And they're, they're both pros as of this morning, doesn't yeah. made the announcement. So they're both pros. So it's kind of like, I can't afford to have another pro, you know, mm -hmm. but it opens up an amateur spot. So I got to try and figure out how I'm going to do this. So I got a lot of time that's going to be invested in these next few days to whittle it down. I want to have the announcements by September 15th because that's when the um, uh, signups begin for the ACL season. So, yeah, I, I'm happy with all the submissions. I'm happy with all the people that want to be um, involved with it. Um, but I'm like you. I want to find the right fit for what I'm looking to do. It's it's not just me hand you money, you wear a logo. I want to make sure that we can that we grow their exposure so that way yeah. they can get the most amount of money from their other sponsors. Exactly. Because uh, like if they if like hey you know I'm guaranteed to be on live feeds, you know offer me a bonus like fifty bucks per live right. feed win or something like that or twenty five right. bucks for live feed win. Just don't get greedy with it. But I want everyone to come out ahead of it. In the same time, I want um, these pros to understand they have to go live on K9 Unit for subscribers. So that way, the subscribers get something out of it. So basically, it's a win for everybody involved. And I think it's going to be cool for the cornhole viewing audience as far as having a lot of these um, elite level players and even some competitive players that they can start following along with now and watch their journey, almost like a hard knocks, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> on, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love that idea. Yeah. All right. My floor bagger is actually piggybacking off of what Jimmy said, but I didn't know he was going to talk about that. I had wrote this before, but like, I don't like how some of this, this off season stuff's going. Yeah. Like, I don't like how, you know, it's getting really cutthroat. Like we're kind of losing like cornhole to me is about like community and connection. And it's like this really unique sport with like, Something that no other sport oh, has. Just, too businessy. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be. It needs to be professional. I'm a big fan of professionalism. Yep. Um, I just feel like we're losing the heart a little bit, um, and that makes me a little bit sad. Yeah, I was actually kind of like during the gauntlet in the qualifier, whenever a pro made it, and you saw all these pros just like, like circle in to this one person. Hey, congrats! You're a pro now. Yeah. You made it. I'm like, okay be really really cool if like this pro were to throw with their buddy who just finally became a pro yeah you know what i mean and we're not getting any of that so it's kind of bummed i was like man i had a vision of how this would go after the qualifier and now we're not in that direction no. <laughs> uh my top floor bagger is um driving to these tournaments that i'm doing these little cash tournaments that 13 hour drive it killed me it was a lot i, I ran you gotta look up what a driver costs 
Yeah, well, not that. I, I ran out of content to listen to. Uh, my oh. podcasts were all caught up. I listened to enough church sermons to get me through for a while. <laughs> I, I had to take more rest stops than I wanted to to kind of stretch. So it's like the body's not going to hold up much longer on this. Now, Corn and Chase and myself, were working on putting together a live feed um, setup that's going to be more portable. So I'm hoping yeah. that maybe we can just hop on planes or have it shipped or something like that. So we'll kind of yeah. we'll kind of look into that. But yeah, as of right now, floor bagger is the driving part. It's just not much fun. I, I totally agree. All right, send it or board it. Having yeah. different bag speeds in one set. What do you think about this? Send it. Love it. You I love it. Love, I love the idea of giving players, let's say, four to six bags. And they basically choose what they want to do, like a golf club, choose, mm-hmm. you know, what you want to want to throw to a different bowling ball. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other sports where you're allowed to make a choice strategically to make it happen. Now, I know a lot of people are up in arms about this, you know, patch and weight and thing like that. I think that's as a player. I think that's terrible. I want to keep everything as, you know, repetitious as possible. I don't want to mix up that many variables, but. Right. Giving the people the option, like, okay, this round's not going how I thought it would be. I'd need a slick bag to push all the way through this. Boom, go into my bag, hit one. And honestly, I think it might help the bag manufacturers too if they start selling these bags at a higher price. Um, but singles or you know, single packages or double packages yeah. or something like that. So I'm I'm all about it. Send it. I'm bored it for myself because it confuses me. <laughs> like I don't need anything else to have to think about and strategize, but send it for everybody else. <laughs> all right. I like it. All right, so I'm going to word this properly, Nisha. I'm not going to mess this up. I've messed it up before. Just read it. I wrote it down. Okay, send it or board it. Um, Becoming a main sponsor for a new local cornhole bar for the 2024 season. Like you sponsor the bar? I would sponsor the main court. Oh, the main court. Mm -hmm. So it'll be boards, Versa Court, live feeds, um, Score towers, giant banner, stuff like that. You walk yeah, in, you know I'm sponsoring it. As long as like your uh, social media handles are all over it, I think it'll build a following. So I think yeah, I would. So, so we went out to whole nine yards. It's going to be, I mean, a whole nine yards is amazing. Um, great. It's going to be kind of like, I don't, you haven't been to Great Shots, great have you? Shots. Yeah, no. Okay, so Great Shots is a little bit smaller board-wise, but it's set up perfectly for cornhole. Like it's a cornhole bar, you know, when you go in there. So yeah. let's kind of have a theme specifically around cornhole. It's going to have a cool layout. Um, but obviously there's going to be one corner where you're like, that's K9. I'll be all over the place. Um, I want to make sure that I can sell my merch in the shop and um, go live on my page and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would send it then for sure. All right. All right we did got one. I word that properly? Yeah, you did. Okay, one minute. We're going to go rapid fire. Would you rather ride roller coaster that is so fast when you don't like roller coasters or just sit and wait and by yourself for everyone else to be on it? I go fast. I want to go fast. Ricky Bobby style. All right. My would you rather here. Would you rather have an in-ground pool at your house or season tickets to Disney? In-ground pool at my house. <laughs> you didn't have that much That's fun. True. There's travel involved. Yeah, I guess Disney's got lines. I don't know. I think I want to have <laughs> well, I mean, oh, season passes gotta... for the family was my thing. Well, yeah, but I still got to like get there. Like I got to travel to get there. My pool, I could just walk outside. <laughs> I guess that's true. You got to take care of it too, though. That pool is a lot more expensive than Disney tickets, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm that's swimming for too. Sure. 
All right, guys, that's all we got time for this week. We'll see you guys all next time.